This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. It's a broke through with a book called Confessions of Congressman X. And Robert joins us here on the broadcast today. And Robert, we kind of uh, broke down a little bit of the book uh, a few weeks ago and uh, found it, I, I find it fascinating. Um, when you were uh, when you were putting this together, do you have the impression that uh, X is in the majority? Oh, absolutely. You mean as far as uh, the, the comments he makes in the book? Yes. Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, and what he says crosses both party lines for both Republicans and Democrats. He's a, he is a Democrat, uh, uh, as you know, uh, although he admits he's a, a closet moderate, but he won't right. dare admit it for fear the, the liberals in, in Congress would drum him out. How many times did you uh, hear some of these uh, before you took to writing them down for history? Uh, uh, well, first of all, um, you should know that back, way back in the 1970s, uh, I was on Capitol Hill for... Ten years as the chief of staff and also the press secretary to two members of Congress. Uh, they were Democrats from Maryland, but they were uh, uh, the blue dogs of their day. Back then, they called them bull weevils, and they switched <laughs> to the blue dogs. But uh, they were they were conservative Democrats. Um, and so I, I got uh, uh, an inside uh, feel of Congress for that period of time. And I can tell you, it was totally different than it is today. I still stay uh, stay in touch with. Uh, one of those members, one has died, the other is, is still alive. Uh, I've, I've been up to Capitol Hill with her on many occasions, and uh, uh, it's, it's just totally changed. And the stories you hear from uh, members, it uh, kind of curls your toes a little bit. It's very disturbing. Uh, there are a lot of unhappy people up there, but they're not doing anything to change uh, the system. Well, we've been told, uh, just as a, a side note, um, you know, I uh, outside of this broadcast, I work on... Uh, the Glenn Beck radio program as right. well. And we were uh, talking uh, to a number of people. We, I should say we have talked to a number of people that are inside the Beltway. And they claim that uh, you don't know what it's like here. You don't know what it's like. I mean, it's it's bad. Yes, it is. It's bad. And that's a, that's a shame to hear. It's almost kind of frightening to hear. It is. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, as you know, in the, in the book... Uh, Congressman X even says he, he feels disconnected from reality. I mean, he said, I bet. That, you know, he said it, it's just like, uh, you know, the, the Wizard of Oz, pull back the curtain and you know, there's Congress. Uh, right. Not much really there. What do you hope? Uh, what do you hope people get out of this? So we'll, we'll go through uh, the book a little bit. I found it. I mean, it's a, it's a quick read. Right. Uh, it's fascinating. And it, it brought uh, so many of the chapters as I was going through them. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And well, you know, his goal, uh, and I'm talking about X. His goal was really to call attention to you know, all the corruptive practices that are uh, occurring up on Capitol Hill, and uh, he hope, he hopes that people would use it as a starting point to start talking about it, and and then kind of forcing their members of Congress uh, to start making some changes. Although at 
later uh, in the book, he admits that it's, and it's really kind of sad to say this, but he, he almost feels that it's, it's too late. There yeah. be no road out of this. Well, I mean, the title of the last chapter, I'm Not Hopeful About the Future, kind of right. gives you that idea. But he does give some uh, some plans that uh, would uh, seem to at least uh, put the uh, put the boat in the right direction. Uh, yes, he does. And, uh, and, and that is kind of, it's, it's very interesting. As a book, you, you can see a lot of arrogance and hubris and brashness and so forth. But at the same time, I, I kind of got the feeling that... Uh, he was embarrassed by it all himself, and he was kind of seeking forgiveness. And this was this was the way he was going to do it: is write this book and say, "Okay, I admit it. We do well, all these things." But no. here, here is, is what's wrong, and here's what you can do about it. And uh, obviously, the, the the key one was uh, doing something about this dialing for dollars madness that right. uh, all members go through. Uh, they spend one half to two thirds of their time doing nothing but shaking the tree for money, uh, rather than doing the job they were elected to do. Um, so that's that's the first thing he's talking about is is uh, how do we how do we go about that? How do we stop lobbyists from raising money, uh, you know, for the for those they lobby? That that should be completely against the law. Yes, uh, no question. And then he's talking about publicly financed elections. I know that you know courts throw that out, but uh, the fact is, he said there's got to be some way to control the money here because um, if if you you know it, it, it's so obvious. That special interests are controlling the, the um, uh, votes in Congress, uh, agenda in Congress, uh, and and the guy, you know, the average guy in the street has no impact at all. Well, and again, I mean, if you turn that around a little bit and look at uh, some of the, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, rage. Uh, in the country right now and even around the world uh, you know people seem to be maybe getting a little tired of that but i don't know that they know exactly what they want to make it better no i, I agree with you and the, and, the, and the other problem is as he points out um he blames a lot of this on the electorate he's saying that yeah. they are uh, uh pretty ignorant about uh what goes on uh, in washington uh what congress is all about what their congressman uh what the role of, of their member of Congress is, yeah. and so forth. And he said, because people are so into themselves today that uh, they're kind of ignoring, they've kind of thrown up their, their hands, as it were, and saying, we can't do anything, so we'll just let them do what they do, and we'll do what we do. Well, it's just getting worse and worse uh, as a result of that. Yeah, sooner or later, uh, something has to give. No Absolutely. question about that. Um, while you were uh, going through uh, Confessions of Congressman X, um, what was, what's your what's your favorite part? <laughs> Is there a favorite part? Well, no, my, my, it's, it, I, I'm favorite's not quite the word. Um, I mean, I always tell people uh, that when I give them a copy of the book, I say, you know, um, I, I don't want to say enjoy this because it's very depressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I think when you when you finish the whole book, because I've seen it with people around here, um, you finish the book and you say what the hell can I do? How can I change yeah. this? This is terrible. Uh, and there's suddenly an interest uh, of one kind or another. Um, I kind of like the idea that uh, uh, Congressman X had. I really think it probably is the only solution. He's, he is uh, saying that there should be uh, uh, you know, insurrection uh, uh, at the polls. Uh, and, and what he's saying is primarily that during primaries, uh, it, it, most people aren't going to change their party because they're afraid if, right. of what the other guy's going to do. So he's saying, 
to start at the primary level, find someone to run against the incumbent that's already in there that, that has some solutions to uh, the problems in Washington. And this way you can kick out the incumbent and still stay with your own party. Right. Well, I mean, they've talked uh, a number of, uh, you know, for several years anyway, is the way to uh, the way to get that back is at the, the uh, you know, the primary level, you right. know, just to get that out. But then uh, you also have to have people realize that, look, that's what it's supposed to be about. Right. You're supposed to have, hey, this person feels the way I do. So I'm going and he we're going to, you know, put this I'm going I want this person in office. Right. And then you get like minded people around that person and get them into office. That's the whole point of the system. Well, I think most people vote. Uh, you know, they don't know much about uh, uh, who they've elected. In office. I, Even down that's very basic. You somebody, um, my, you know, who's the governor? Who, who's my delegate? Who's my senator? Uh, and people generally vote for that letter after the name, you know, the right. R or the D. Right, because it's easy. It's easy, and it's they easy. know. Well, well, generally those people, uh, you know, they, they share my kind of thinking. And you drive around your uh, drive around your city, and uh, the, you know the one with the most signs that are ramming it in your head every day right. when you go there is, oh yeah, uh, Wilson. Yeah, I remember that guy. I remember that sign a thousand times in my head. He must be good. Yeah, it's a she. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It's a she. I mean, it's so so unbelievable. Um, All right. So uh, after all the years, uh, all the tears, what's left for you? Are you hoping that uh, maybe we create that fishbowl Washington D.C. that we so would like to have? That's a hope, of course, because. uh uh, you know, I think it was kind of interesting, uh, his last three words, God help us, uh, because <laughs> right. as you may recall in that last chapter, he makes all these suggestions, and then he suddenly says, I don't know why I'm even bringing this up or talking about it, because he said, it's just not going to happen. Congress right. is too polarized to have it happen, and the electorate is too uh, polarized. So he, he honestly thinks that, you know, it, um, as he said, he's not hopeful about the future, and uh, and people taking an interest in, in trying to change things. He thinks people have kind of given up. Although I agree with you, isn't it interesting that this particular election cycle, the presidential cycle uh, election, that uh, you're seeing uh, people like Donald Trump and, and Bernie Sanders and Brexit and all that kind of right. thing. Right. There is this, this momentum that's building up, you know, and it is. You're absolutely right. It's anger. Uh, there's, a, there's a complete uh, disintegration of confidence in, in government these days. Uh, and everyone agrees that, um, as he said, it is presumptuous. It's wasteful. It's hard. It's a, you know, and, and look, it's frustrating for for everyone to look and say, you know, that's just not right. Correct. I mean, it's just you know the. It, one of the uh, chapters, uh, he talks about uh, uh, just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's morally right. Well, guess what? Uh, you know, that's true, but uh, you know. How many times have we heard, well, that's the law, and that's the way it is, and that's what's so frustrating. And that's why I think, as you know, we were, you just mentioned, people are frustrated and mad and angry, but they really don't know what to do. Well, it's kind of sad when you hear, uh, excuse me, when you hear people say, uh, you know, a politician will tell a lie here and a lie there, and so they go, and, and the standard response is, well, you know, politicians lie. That's just the way they are. Right. And all that kind of nonsense. Well, that not that cute? That's just the charm of those people, you know. It goes on and of on. Of course, of course. It's the primaries. Of course they lie. <clears throat> yeah. Of course we're going we're gonna to hear their lies. They all say that. Yes, they do. 
Um, oh my gosh, it's absolutely agonizing. Absolutely. Okay, so Congressman X, um, we're gonna we'll set aside the confessions of Congressman X a little bit, and we'll go to Robert Atkinson, uh, uh, political pundit. I don't know about that. What do you? <laughs> oh, come on now. Former chief of staff, press secretary for a couple of members of Congress, uh, traveled the world. What do you see happening in this uh, presidential uh, election happening here in the United States of America right now? <laughs> I think uh, it's going to be very, very close. I think oh, uh, if, if, you know, there's, there's a feeling right now that uh, assuming that Donald Trump remains Republican nominee and Hillary Clinton remains the uh, Democrat nominee, and I can't be sure both because you know the whole email thing might come up and bite her at the very end. Uh, but let's presume it's those two. That, uh, unlike what the polls are currently showing, I think it's just going to be neck and neck. And I think it's, I, I don't think you're really going to know until early in the morning on you know, election night you know, the next day. I think it's that close. Right. I think, ironically, this book it was totally unintentional because I have the to him because a few reporters brought it up and they said, well, isn't this uh, really what uh, uh, this book's all about, you know, Donald Trump, you know, how he feels? And he said, my God, that wasn't my purpose of doing it at all. But I think the book has unintentionally kind of captured the whole populist message that's been out there uh, this campaign here for not only Trump, but for Sanders. Oh, sure. Uh, And uh, because it kind of shows that uh, uh, how pathetic Washington is. You know how little gets done, uh, uh, and the government is is terribly wasteful. Uh, and we know all these things. And yet, again, I get back to nobody's doing anything about it. I mean, you see papers like the Washington Post. You know, they're so happy with the column on giving Pinocchios. Nobody cares. They all know. Oh, they lie. So what's 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 the big deal? I find it uh, fascinating. I don't know if you uh, have uh, watched uh, House of Cards or not on Netflix. Uh, with Kevin Spacey as Frank Underwood, but so many times uh, throughout the book, uh, I could actually—I mean, I could envision it. One of the cool things about the show, if if those of you listening aren't familiar with it, a lot of times um, Spacey as Frank Underwood will, right in the middle of uh, uh, whatever's going on, will stop and just look at the camera and talk to you, which, first of all, is a great idea, and it, you know what sets that show apart in the beginning. But so many times, like, uh, uh, for example, uh, one part of, in your book, it says, uh, nobody here gives a rat's ass about the future and who's going to pay for all this stuff we vote for. That's the next generation's problem. It's all about immediate publicity, getting credit now, looking good for the upcoming election. Isn't that and, true? And I can, I mean, I could just, uh, so many times I, I see uh, Frank Underwood staring at the camera <laughs> telling people that on Netflix, and I'm thinking, but that's that's not real. That's not real. That's just a story, right? It's not real. Well, and this it, is real. I know. And as a matter yeah, of fact, one of the things when um, I had I, in the forward, I, I kind of lay out how this is based on a series of conversations over many years, a little, right. little over 15 years. Uh, and then I had taken notes and never told him about it, but I thought one day he might want to do a tell-all. And then when I finally mentioned to him that I had these notes, he was, obviously very upset. Uh, and uh, I said, don't worry. I said, I haven't told a soul. I never will. Uh, and I gave him the notes and said, take a look at these. And uh, I didn't hear from him for a good part of a year. And then uh, 
he contacted me. Uh, we met again, and he said he'd gone over the notes, and he said, you know, he said, everything you say is true, but he said, it sounds so harsh. Can we get rid of, can we get rid of the, the expletive, you know, the, 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 the curse words and everything? And I said, hell no. I said, X, look around. That's I the way said, it is. That's what you said, and that's, and that's why the book is so powerful. Yeah. Is that it's just you're sitting down, and you're just spilling all this out. Uh, as you said, like looking at the camera and saying, here's really the way it is. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one cute story, uh, because it kind of reminds me who knew, who knew that it was actually going on in the 1970s behind the scenes, very little uh, like today. But there's a TV studio on uh, the House side and Senate side where members can go and, and do a, a weekly program for, you know, maybe a, a local station in their, uh, in their district. Sure. And I was, I was down there with a congresswoman one time, and we were waiting, and, and this fellow, and I won't say who he was, but he's from Pennsylvania, but he was in the studio, and he, he had uh, wasn't running for re-election, and this was, I think, the last program he had, and he was, so he, this is your looking in the camera, so right behind it, what is it, it's set up as a desk, and right behind it, there's this window, and there's the Capitol Dome, like everyone looks at right. the Capitol Dome, and so he gets up, and he goes, this place, he said, is a giant farce. Look at this. And he turned around and he, and he puts his fist through the Capitol Dome and it just, the whole, whole backdrop just fell. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of what this book's about here. Yeah, that's exactly what the book is about. The whole thing is just a facade. Yeah. Okay, so uh, before I let you go and before uh, you want to make, uh, you know, big big news here on the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network, tell people how they can get the book. They can get the book, uh, uh, obviously, through uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble. All the uh, usual places. What's that? All the usual places. All the usual places, and all you have to do is go to something like Amazon and type in either Congressman X or Confessions of Congressman X, and it'll take you there, give you reviews of the book. And, and I don't want to, uh, and, and I'll tell you a little secret is that it's, uh, uh, if, you, uh, if you have the free Kindle app, you can get a pretty, a pretty good price online, yes, you can. too. Very good price. That's what I, I paid the good price for it online. And I know I'd already I'd already bought it, already started reading it, and I saw and I will thank you for the copy. I saw that you sent me a download. Thank you very much. But I'd already I'd already spent my hard earned money for you, Robert oh, Atkinson. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna give you your I'm gonna give you your chance here to set yourself free and make big news right here on the Jeff Fisher show on the Blaze Radio Network. Who is Congressman X? Ah that we will never know. Because that is that is the only reason I was uh, selected to write the book is because I used to have a profession where I had to maintain an- anonymity. Uh, it's just I, you and me, though. Come on, I will never reveal it. I will. I will tell you that he's a Democrat. We know that he may still be in Congress, or he may have uh, retired or lost the election. How's that for a prediction? Just between you and me, though, who is he? <laughs> Robert he's married to Y. Robert Atkinson. Confessions of Congressman X. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.